Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, pastor at St. Dominic's in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. Yeah, it's great to be with you again as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, discussing what we believe as Catholics. And we've been discussing the Ten Commandments. Today we're going to talk about the Tenth Commandment, You shall not covet your neighbor's goods. So question 465 of the UCAT asks, What attitude should a Christian take toward other people's property? Yeah, I mean, that that's an excellent question because very quickly we become jealous, uh, we become envious of what other people have, um, whether it's, uh, you know, um, a talent or um, some property or something. And we, um, we need to be conscious of the fact that um, life, what, what the meaning of human life is about. What, what is most important in human life? And what is most important in human life is knowing who God is and knowing who you are, who we, you know, we are in ourselves. Um, and I think that as, uh, you know, basically what the Ten Commandments and the Tenth Commandment in particular is asking us to do is to, to evaluate what's going on in our hearts, what's going on in our minds. How are we valuing our own lives and the things we have and our relationship with others? And um, really, to honestly step back and ask oneself the question, what is most important in life? What, what am I striving for? What, is most, what am I expending most of my energy on? And uh, what am I committing most of my resources to? Uh, because, you know, envy, coveting what other people have, your neighbor's goods, the Tenth Commandment, envy really... It's a it's a waste of energy. It's dissipating good time and effort and resources on something that's vain and empty and will not lead to human happiness. Um, you know, it, we naturally want things, and that, you know, and there, there's a certain goodness to that to want things, to want to possess, to possess objects. That's good, as long as it's it doesn't rule our lives. As long as it doesn't become the most important thing in our life, as long as we realize that whatever we have or whatever somebody else's has is for the good of human happiness, the good of human flourishing, both for myself and for the community, never forgetting that life is not all about my needs and wants, but it's about what the community needs. It's the common good. You want to be happy. You want to find fulfillment. You want to know truth. You want to know love. Put yourself last. Seek the good of others. Seek the common good. And I think that's what this Tenth Commandment is getting at. When it, you know, And that should be the Christian attitude toward people's property. 
I know it's easy to get caught up in the in the comparison game. You know, the media com- constantly bombards us with this disease of more, always wanting more and better uh, things, whether it's uh, houses, cars, jewelry, clothing, whatever, whatever it is, whatever material good it is. So it's easy, and, I, and I've caught myself doing the same, thinking, I really haven't done as well as this guy over here or maybe this guy over here. And look, look, You know, I start comparing myself to others and realizing that no matter how much you have, you can always find plenty of people who have more. So it's a game you can never win. But I like what you said. What What's most important? Is that really important? No. Do, do we need to provide for our family? Of course. But when we start playing the game of that, that independent Rambo American spirit where, you know, we, we want to be the best and, you know, you have that confidence. And, and, again, you take it to the extreme by wanting more, then you start getting into the area of greed where you want more just for the sake of feeling better about yourself or comparing yourself with others and maybe being equal to someone else. So, again, what is the most important thing? Well, it certainly isn't accumulating worldly goods. Uh, As the scriptures tell us and as Jesus tells us, we want to accumulate the treasure that can't decay, that can't grow old or moldy, you know, treasure in heaven. Yeah, and I I think that's, that's the key right there, treasure in heaven to desire the things of heaven more than the things of earth. That, uh, that is the Christian attitude. To, in fact, you know, St. Augustine has a great uh, sentence in his rule to, to uh, try to live with less rather than desire more. I've never heard that. Uh, so, you know, there's a... I love, you know... Just from a human point, strictly human perspective, there's a certain challenge to trying to live with less. You know, and young people, although many times young people are caught up in in possessions and things like that, and older people too, but I've noticed more and more young people like the challenge of trying to live with less. They like the idea of going to a poor country and serving a poor country and um, serving poor people in a poor country, uh, there, there's something uh, fulfilling. And if the, in, in a sense, and it's ironic and paradoxical, that in a sense, the less we have, the more human we feel, the, the more we are concentrating on the human. There's another element here, too, about the 10th commandment and envying what other people have, is this, the notion of trust. Do we trust that God will provide what we need? I mean, we need to work, yes. Part of human dignity is that we work to earn the things that we have. And it's, and it's a good and healthy thing for people to, to want to work harder to earn more money to buy certain things. But the element of trust in our relationship with God, and, and you know that trust is very important in any relationship. Do we trust God? Or do we trust in things, in possessions, in money? That's a great point. And, and the challenge is living our lives as if we really do trust God. So it reminds me of a prayer from a ministry called Mary's Call out of Kansas City, Missouri. And it's Jesus asking these questions. And one of the questions is, 
Are you willing to go to the end of the branch, risking breaking it, knowing and trusting that I will catch you? So again, are we willing to live our lives trusting that God is going to provide for us regardless, especially if we're focusing on trying to help others, help the less fortunate, help the poor? So in a sense, the 10th commandment brings us right back to the first commandment. I am the Lord your God. And the revelation of God to the Jewish people, and, to, and that's now part of the Christian faith, is I will rescue you. I will protect you. I will provide for you. I will bring you into the land um, and give you the good things you need. Um, and it's, it, it's the... Uh, usual uh, lesson of human history that we don't trust God, that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. But God always speaks the truth, and thus the commandment about speaking the truth. Look, why, do, why should we not bear false witness? Because if we lie, we won't trust that other people um, will tell us the truth. If we won't tell the truth, how can we trust other people? If we are not telling the truth, how can we trust God to tell the truth? Look, God always tells the truth, and the more one speaks the truth, the more one trusts other people. The, and the Tenth Commandment, the more you trust God to provide the things you need, you will be amazed. I mean, beyond your wildest imagination, what God will provide. That's a great point, Father. I guess I never thought of it from that perspective. Uh, what you said earlier about what matters is what what is in our heart. What are we thinking? And again, if we if we're in this habit of of lying or uh, desiring things that other people have, that's hardening our heart. Instead, having a heart of flesh, having a heart filled to overflowing with with holy and divine love, now we're responding not with envy or greed or uh, unbridled desires or, or twisted desires, but instead we're, we're responding correctly, which is with the heart of God or the heart of Jesus. Yeah, and people, you know, people who've worked with poor people, people who work with people who, who don't have a lot, have paradoxically found them to be some of the happiest people they know because they're not encumbered. Uh, they're, they're, they, they think more about human relationship and human companionship and love and uh, then, then about things and possessions, which have this real tendency of taking over our lives. You know, the question is, do we own our things or do our things own us? And, and that's all part of the Tenth Commandment. You know, thou shalt not envy, covet the things that uh, your neighbor has. That's a great point. I, I know from my own and your background, too, as, as Italians, when, when our forefathers came to this country, they, most of them were poor. And they made a determination that they weren't going to be poor. So their focus shifted to working hard and, and earning all the things so they could provide for their family. But I know as I was growing up, what that led to was less dinners together as a family because not just my dad, but all of us were working. And therefore, you don't have the relationship and that, that close, tight-knitness that you have as a family that has meals together on a regular basis. Yeah, and, and Jesus, uh, you, you'll recall the, par uh, the story in the gospel where 
the the rich young man jesus he he asked jesus what must i do to gain eternal life and jesus says well follow the commandments and he says i have done this and jesus says there's one more thing you have to do go and sell all you have and come follow me and he went away sad because it's hard to let go of that attachment to all the things that he had. You know, it's like the, the things of this world have a tendency to wrap their tentacles around our hearts. And um, we want to disencumber ourselves of, of our possessions. We want to really, I mean, hold on to the things we need. <laughs> try to live as simply as one can. Because... Uh, it, it's it's then we can concentrate more on God, and that's one of the benefits of daily mass and daily rosary. It helps us see the big picture that this life is just temporary. It's not a big deal if we have the latest iPhone or the newest Lexus or whatever. But the big picture is spending eternity with God in heaven. Right, and it and it's okay to have the newest iPhone. It's okay to have the Lexus. We're not, you know, owning private property is very important, and. You know, you can't give away, you know, things to charity if you don't have anything. So, you know, it's nice to have things. It's nice to have money so you can give it away, so you can um, be charitable. But um, and, and some people have talents where they just naturally earn a lot of money. So it's, it's very important. Well said, Father. You've been listening to Father Greg Maturi on Faith with Father at Living Bread Radio. This has been Tim Perry reminding you that God loves you more than you can imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.